Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Babes Who Manifest podcast. I am your host, Luanza, aka The Gratitude Chick. This episode is sponsored by Goalie Gummies, a perfect addition to your wellness routine. Are you looking for a delicious way to support your overall health? Goalie ACV gummies are made with vitamin B9 and B12 to help support healthy nutrient metabolism and immune function. I have partnered with Goalie to give all of my listeners 20% off and free shipping. Use my coupon code at checkout, the gratitude chick, all one word, to take advantage of this offer. Their website is www.goli.com. That is www.goli.com. Also, don't forget to follow me on all of my social media platforms at The Gratitude Chick for Facebook and Instagram, at Babes Who Manifest Podcast for Facebook and Instagram, at Babes Who Manifest for TikTok, and Gratitude underscore Chick for Twitter. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of your reading corner with the Gratitude Chick. So today has been such a great day. Like my vibes are super high. I have been saying this, you know, along with the affirmations. You know what? I'm going to talk about the affirmations on the affirmation episode, which I'm recording both today. So I'll talk about that there. Um, for this Sunday's episode, but, um, I had such a great day, such, because of this, this one affirmation that I added to my repertoire that I already say, um, so much like it's coming. I literally just started saying it. What is today? I'm recording on Wednesday. Today is Wednesday, the 20th. And... I started saying this affirmation maybe on Monday and this new process that I have with the affirmations and the gratitude and the prayers, listen, I'm going to talk about it on the affirmation episode. Just tune in on Sunday and I'm going to run it down. Sunday's episode may be a little bit longer because I just, I have to share this with you guys because it has been what crazy okay anyway let us start with we're still in chapter four of our book maximize your potential through the power of your subconscious mind and um i really wanted to be finished with chapter four today but i don't think i will be because this still has 20 pages and because i do you know have my commentary i don't want it to be like a super long episode where you're like and you shut up talking already. So what I have decided to do is probably make this four episodes for this one chapter. Crazy, right? Instead of three. So we're going to start. There is a principle of right action. There's no principle of wrong action. So when you hear a person saying, maybe I do something wrong, why don't you turn around and believe there is a principle of right action like the wheels in your automobile have to be round. If they're not round, you'll kill yourself. That's right action. Claim that you are under the shadow of the Almighty. 
I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God, and him will I trust. Isn't that a wonderful prayer for guidance and right action? I dwell in a secret place. That's your own mind where you walk and talk with God. I abide in the shadow of the Almighty. I'll say of the Lord, he is my refuge, my fortress, my God, and him will I trust. He covers me with his feathers and under his wings shall you rest. I should have I should have read this for the episode today, uh, Wednesday, um, that just that dropped earlier today. It's the season two of Manifesting the Bible, and it was on this actual scripture, which is Psalms 91. I should have read this, but I didn't know. Why then should you worry or be fearful about doing the right thing? No, you are under a guiding principle. The angels, you are told, will watch over you. Angels are the intelligence, the wisdom, and the creative ideas that well up within you. So again, I am a Christian, so to me, angels are, in fact, angels. You know, they are beings created by God. So you are guided to your true place. You are guided to do the right thing for the highest and best, and that begins to move through you. Put God first in your life. God is the supreme intelligence that started your heartbeat. He governs all the vital organs. He watches over you. He, I'm sorry, its tendency is to heal and restore. Choose ye this day whom you will serve. Choose harmony. Choose right action. Choose beauty. Choose abundance and security in your life. Choose these things because the higher self is God and the almighty power will move on your behalf. But you must turn to it. Decide with your mind, not with your emotions. Here is a man who got mad at the boss. Oh yes, he's full of bitterness and hostility. So he says he told the boss off and he quit in a huff. He took another job and he said to me, I have more problems in this job than I had it in the previous job. And you know what? Hold on, let me finish the part. You see, he made a decision on the basis of anger, resentment, and hostility, which were his emotions. And um, I have done this before. And literally the very first day I got to the new job, I realized then that I had made a mistake. The When I say the very first day, the very first day, I was like, oh, wow. So literally my what I'm learning here is that the grass really is not greener on the other side. But I will say that there is a balance because if you continue to have this, I hope you guys can't hear that the guy is here uh, cutting my grass. Um, But if you continue to have that as your, you know, kind of dominant thought when it comes to leaving your job, especially if your job is not doing you well, then you won't leave and you'll just stay and stay and stay and you you will begin to hate your job. So kind of, you know, have find a balance where that's concerned. He was carried away by his emotions. You make decisions based upon true judgment, based upon wisdom and understanding. Reason the thing out. Study the pros and cons. Be rational and reasonable. He realized his decision was wrong. Make a decision on the basis of factual rationality. Reason the thing out. Does it seem reasonable, logical to you? Assemble the facts together. Get all the data you can. Try and solve it objectively, which is what you should do. 
Use no mental coercion, no force. Don't grit your teeth and clench your fist. Don't say, I must get an answer at a certain time or the judge must give me a decision on the 15th of April. That's nonsense. Ooh, don't say, I must get an answer. Ooh. Do, I'm sorry, I was... <laughs> I was going over that in my mind because I often say, you know, I need this by then. And then I, you know, argue with myself and say, don't put a date. But then I put a date. So that's why I'm, you know, in my mind. Do everything you can objectively, quietly, and with faith and confidence. If no clear answer is indicated, well, you feel good about it. The situation looks good to you. The investment or whatever it is, go ahead and do it. Ooh. Okay. So are you guys hearing that? What he's saying is, do everything you can objectively and quietly with faith and confidence. If there's no clear answer indicated, move forward. Don't hold yourself back. Always remember, if your motivation is right and you are praying for guidance and right action, if something looks good to to you, go ahead. Say it is God in action and pronounce it good. And I can see that because a lot of times um, people want to actually hear God. And I think that sometimes that you are overlooking that the answer is already there because you're waiting for something that is probably not going to come because the answer is already there. Why should you vacillate and wait? Why become a neurotic? Why become frustrated? Come to a decision Come to a decision quickly. The clear impression that comes to you when someone calls on the phone and says, I must have your answer now, and you have been praying about it and thinking about it, whatever you say will be right. Empty out all preconceived notions. A man said to me one time, do you think I have arrived at the right decision? Well, I said to him, is it based upon the golden rule and the law of love? Then he got red in the face, well... I said, you have answered your own question. If your decision is to take advantage of someone, pull the wool over someone's eyes, or cheat him or so forth, whatever decision you arrive at in such a case will be wrong because to hurt the other is to hurt yourself. So is your decision based upon the golden rule and the law of love? Love is wishing for everyone what you wish for yourself. When you love another, you love to see the other become and express All they long to become and express. I talked to women 40 and 50 years of age whose mothers made all decisions for them. When you allow that you are robbing yourself of your own initiative, your own experience, your own divinity, because the God presence is within you. You are gods and all of you are children of the most high. So you are here to choose to come to a decision to mold and fashion your destiny. So I want to talk about what he says, and even the Bible says that ye are gods. So um, a lot of people, I think, take this out of context and make themselves equal with the Most High. Um, the Bible says that we were we were created in the image of God, right, and in, in His likeness. So ipso facto, ye are gods. That does not mean you are God. It means that if I am made in the image of God, ye are gods. You are God. And what that means is that you have the power to create as God. Not not create in the sense of creating a human. <laughs> Let's be clear. 
or creating a world, I would say. Um, but in the essence of, you know, creating your own life, you know, God gave us the ability to speak and it be done. If you believe anything can happen in your life, if you believe it. So in those instances, ye are gods, you know, because we were created that way. And I think the reason why I wanted to make this distinction is because God has created many, um, many living things on this earth. But the only ones he created, oh, they are very loud with this this um, grass. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but the only ones he created, um, you know, in his image and in his likeness were humans. So that is why there is a distinction. So I just wanted to say that. And again, this is my opinion. <laughs> learn to make decisions. Start now. After you are seven or eight years of age, you should learn to make decisions to some degree with super supervision, of course. But when you're 18 years of age, you should certainly make your own decisions. Move out of your home, establish your own apartment, roll up your sleeves and get busy. Now, this is to me is something that, of course, many people adopt and, and say, you're 18, get out of my house. Personally, I, I would like to roll that back because in this day and age, it is much different than when he lived. And the way that people live now, it is very expensive to live on your own. So I am more of a proponent of stay here, don't get out of, don't, you know, don't just be in debt because you're 18 and you want to move out. Stay here, learn, learn a little bit of life, save you some money so that you can start investing in this and that and this and that so that when you do go out on your own, you're not in debt. That's just my take and how I feel now. I also don't have children, so, so we may have a different take, you know? Uh, learn to make decisions and exercise your initiative. One man said, when I am confused and mixed up a little bit and I am sincere and I prayed about it, I sometimes flip, flip a coin. But he said, I know that any kind of action is better than inaction. So I come to a decision. I really hope that this thing is not as loud as I hear it for you guys and that the music can cover up anything that you hear from this guy who is right by my window. I am so sorry. If you are going on the road to San Francisco and you are on the wrong road and a person stops you and says, turn to the right, that's the right road, you found out what you were doing wrong. Now, you are right, aren't you? You are on the right road. So what? You made a mistake. Everybody makes mistakes. When you want to... When you went to school, didn't you make hundreds of them? I know I did. That's why you had a rubber on the end of your pencil. Everybody, including mother and father, knew you'd make mistakes. So as you continue to make make decisions, you have a new vet, new zest, and a new thrill. Things are not in the saddle. Circumstances can't create circumstances. What? Circumstances can't create circumstances. I'm going to have to put a pin in that because I'm not sure I fully, you know, get what he's trying to say there. Circumstances can't create circumstances. Maybe I'm just not getting it. Conditions are not creative. Okay. There are no powers outside of you. You don't give power to a created thing. You do not give power to the phenomenalistic, phenomenalistic world. 
You give power to the creator, the supreme intelligence within you. Avoid indecisiveness, which attends much religious prayer. Hold on. I'm sorry. He, he, he got me bound right now. Avoid indecisiveness, which attends much religious prayer. Okay. People say, is it right for me to pray for wealth? How absurd. How ridiculous. Is it right for me to pray for success? Maybe God doesn't want me to succeed. Oh, okay. I see what he's saying. That is stupidity. It is jungle philosophy. It is too stupid for words. Does God want me to sing? Well, if God gave you a voice, he wants you to sing. The singing capacity is within you. If you are able to sing and that quality is within you, go ahead and sing. You don't want to wait for God to sing. God will sing through you. God is the only presence and power. If you have the desire to paint, go ahead and paint. If you love animals and all that, or if you love to be a chemist or something, or a musician, go ahead and follow the lead that comes to you. And I agree with this because in my mind, I have always wanted, like I'm a person who, I don't want to say I'm a jack of all trades and a master of none because I, I, I will not put that on myself. But I am a person that there's not one thing that I would love to do. Like, in my daily life, my job, that I love. Like, the the field that I'm in, I love it. But I also love to write. I also love to talk about things that I love and that I'm learning. So, with this, I agree with that because, you know, for a long time, I didn't know how to put my voice out there and say the things that I I feel that, you know, I have a voice to say, you know what I mean? Like I, I feel that even though I, you know, I I stutter a little bit, (laughs) I feel that I have a knack for, um, giving people advice and, um, explaining things to people and, you know, kind of developing people into the people they want to be. This is something that I've done really well in my professional life. So when it came around to, even though podcasts have been out for a long time, I didn't know how to start one. I've listened to them, but I I never knew how to start one. And then one day I saw an advertisement for Anchor and I said, wait a minute, hold on, hold on. I can start my own podcast? And when I, when I figured that out, I was like, it's done but then I only did two episodes and I didn't know what else to do after that so I let it like fall by the wayside for like five or six months and then it it was like an aha moment came to me one day girl you have all this stuff you've already written out and that you you said you're not gonna publish in a book you may as well start it with a podcast and it just you know it came from there and literally almost every day unless I take a break, which I've only taken two breaks in almost eight months, that you guys hear in a new episode. And there is no repeating episodes because I have a lot to say. And I'm 46, so I've lived a long life. And I have a lot of advice to give is what I, you know, what I want to say. So I, I definitely agree with that. If you If you have something in you that you know is good and will help people and it's just something that you want to do do it 
Don't wait for a specific point in time. And this is what I am learning for myself. I always put off what I want to do today for tomorrow. Always. I've done that all my life. And I have lived 46 years with not living my dream, not living my goals, because I keep putting them off. Because I don't know how, I have never known how to bring what I've dreamed into my reality until I started learning about like the laws of the universe. So now I'm actually in a place where I literally just wrote a children's book on gratitude. Hello. I just sent it off to the illustrator. He is working on it now. So um, this book will, should be ready for print within like a month or so. Um, he told me 30 days. So within a month, I'll have it to be able to send it to be, you know, out for printing. And I, that's one of the goals that I've had for years is to write a children's book. I just didn't know what to write about. And now I, I found one. I prayed about it and boom, it all just was written like in a few days, literally in a few days it was written. And now I have an idea for a a daily, sir, I'm literally right here. Thank you. Like he is literally wants to come inside. Do you hear this? Like seriously, I am. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. But now I, I, hold on. Let me see if he'll pass. I'm I'm just going to pause this. You guys know I rarely edit, so I'm so sorry if you hate this episode. I, I really am. Um, but what I was saying is that I now have an idea for a daily grat- gratitude journal that's kind of a, a prompt. It, it'll prompt you of how to do, how to journal throughout your day. And a lot of people want this kind of journal because they don't know how to just sit down and write. So it's giving you five daily prompts every day for like 90 days. What I'm trying to figure out now is if I just leave it as the gratitude journal or no, 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 I'm sorry. I'm getting off on a tangent. (laughs) Let's go back to reading. People say, is it right that I should pray for a car? What is a car? An idea in the mind of God. That's all a car is. It's the spirit of God made manifest. It's God outside your door taking the form of a car. It is nothing else but God. God is the spirit and the grass is God. The clothes you wear are God. God and goods are synonymous. You go into a store and you say goods. What are you talking about? God and good are the same thing. The goods are spirit made manifest. The apple on a tree is spirit made manifest. There is only spirit. Everything is made inside and out of it. The material world is spirit made manifest. Everything you touch is spirit made manifest. Such questions as, is it right for me and all that, you may as well say, is it right for me to get married? How absurd these things are. Now, I will say, again, the writing um, here is questionable just simply because it's two different authors. It's the authors that edited this book or kind of mashed this book together from different um, speeches that Dr. Murphy gave. Um, And also, they didn't do a good job in editing, if you could see where some of these commas are. Anyway, they are based on superstition, ignorance, and fear. Such, Such questions as these rob the mind of decision and force. 
If you pray for guidance, higher form of prayer, you will overcome your theological concept because your higher self will teach you as you go along. The spirit of truth will lead you to all truth. Say, God is guiding me now. Right action reigns supreme. The spirit of truth leads me to all truth. I think that's a good one. So he says, God is guiding me now. Right action reigns supreme. The spirit of truth leads me to all truth. You've come to a marvelous decision. Be definite. Have goals. Announce purposes. Your receipt will be offset by your liabilities. As in all business, your prayer is answered at the level of your belief. Did y'all hear that? Your prayer is answered at the level of your belief. And it all comes back to belief, guys. Your prayer is answered at the level of your belief. It all comes back to what your most dominant thoughts are. Because your most... Are you back? Your most dominant thoughts are where your beliefs reside. So check in with what your mind is believing each day. Because that is where... I'm sorry, check in with your mind to to see where your thoughts are each day because that is where your belief is residing. And where your belief resides is what is created, is how your life is being created. So if you believe that this job is yours and was created specifically for you, guess what? That job is yours and was created specifically for you. It is your, what what did he say? Let's get his words correctly. Your prayer is answered at the level of your belief. So believe high, believe good, and believe well. And I'm going to pause you because he is back. I am am literally trying to figure out if I should just end this. But I really, I I want you guys to have, you know, this episode for tomorrow. Um, So, you know, I'm just going to keep going. And I'm going to hope that you guys forgive me for the awful 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 audio because this guy decided to come trim right by my window your consciousness is what you know consciously and subconsciously if you pray for prosperity success achievement and victory and you come to a decision and say prosperity is mine now i'm going to be wealthy i'm going to have all the wealth i need to do what i want to do when i want to do it your subconscious will respond Also, the answer will be filtered through your present state of mind. Raise your sights and you will go where your vision is. Ooh, that is deep. Raise your sights and you will go where your vision is. That's deep, guys. In the many parts of the world, merchants set the price very high. A tourist comes in and is supposed to bargain. They come down several markdowns. They still make a profit. If you are praying for prosperity and success and achievement and you are jealous of others or their promotion or their possessions or the million dollars that they have, then that negotiation, that resentment, that envy, that jealousy blocks your good and inhibits your growth and, of course, interferes with your own prosperity. I believe that. The German Emperor Frederick the Great collected a lot of money, at least his agents did, and he said, what happens to all the money we collect? On one hot day, the members of his cabinet were seated around the table. 
there was a bowl of ice there and some water and with some water with some ice on it. One man took up a little piece of the ice and passed it around the men's hands. Ew. When it got to the king, it was a very small piece. He said, that, sire, is the answer. So if you are down on yourself or you are jealous or envious of others, you are inhibiting the flow of the infinite ocean of riches through you. Therefore, wish for everyone what you wish for yourself. For love is the fulfilling of the law. Love is goodwill. Wish for everyone what you wish for yourself. And that is a sentiment that I would like to say I do. I love when people win. I love when my friends win. I love it. There are times, I will not lie, you know, you guys know I'm really transparent. There are times when I'm going through something and I hear somebody's goodness. It takes a lot for me to say, congratulations, (laughs) because I'm going through something. And then there are times when people that I'm just like, why do you have so much money? Really pisses me off. Like you, I, you guys know I told you that when I used to really have an issue with Jeff Bezos. <laughs> I, it was so stupid. But when I heard about how much money he had made um, back after he had paid his wife, I was very, I was indignant. Indignant. But this is just a lesson that I had to learn to always wish people well. And it's one it's one thing that I have held true to myself and true to my friends. If you don't wish me well, you're not my friend. So I, I try to make sure that I always wish people well and always wish people congratulations, knowing inherently that their gift and their blessing has nothing to do with me and that what they're blessed with does not mean I was robbed. And that is something that people need to get clear. If your friend gets something that you want, that doesn't mean it was taken from you to give to your friend. It just literally means your friend was blessed. Congratulations. Wish them well. Wish them success. Do that. Because when it's your turn, you want, you're going to want that as well. Negatives of the mind, regrets, remorse, hate, peeves, grudges, looking to externals, giving power to people and conditions and circumstances, all cut down on the riches of the infinite. I agree. Give all your allegiance and devotion. Let your expectation be from him who gives us life, breath, and all things. Get it straight. Come to that decision. Look to the source. Then as you do that, come to a decision. From the depths of my heart, I wish for every person in the world the riches of the infinite, health, happiness, peace, and all the blessings of life. Amen. I do wish that. Even for Jeff Bezos. (laughs) That's That's a little joke. Then watch how vitality and riches flow to you. This is what holds so many people back, and it does. They are down on themselves, full of remorse, peeves, grudges, and all that sort of thing. And they don't even get a healing with that attitude of mind. They don't prosper either. Real success is a spiritual development, you see. So stop carping criticism because that cuts down on the quality of good you receive. Whenever you make a decision, remember the power of the Almighty 
backs it up. Whether it is good or false, it is a theological decision. There is the power of reason within you. There is a principle of life. It knows how to protect itself. It's within you. It heals a cut on your finger. It wakes you up if you say, I want to wake up at three in the morning. Whether there's a clock in the room or not, or whether there is a storm and the clock has stopped, there is an intelligence within you that governs all your vital organs, your breathing, and allows you to heal and restore you. The infinite cannot punish you. Life cannot punish you. The absolute cannot punish you. The law doesn't punish. We punish ourselves by our negative, destructive thinking. I agree with that. By our misuse of law. A good judge doesn't punish. He just invokes the law. Okay, I see what he's saying. Cease making illogical decisions. Learn the simple truth. We are simply using the power of the infinite against ourselves. You are the temple of the living God and the kingdom of God is within you. Therefore, the infinite wisdom and the infinite power is within you. If you were God, what decision would you make? You'd make a decision on right action, on harmony, on peace, love, and goodwill, wouldn't you? You would begin to think, speak, and act from the standpoint of the infinite center, from the infinite power. You wouldn't make any decisions from the standpoint of some old theologian or what your grandmother said, or something of that nature. You'd say, there is a guiding principle within me, and I'm going to make decisions according to that guiding principle, which is absolute harmony and absolute peace. Stop denying your divinity. Your grandmother doesn't know best. Yikes. When you want to get married, come to a decision and say, infinite intelligence attracts to me the right person who harmonizes with me in every way. The deeper currents of my mind bring both of us together. I'm going to go ahead and highlight that for when it's time for me to decide to get married. Now it's not that time. Trust the infinite intelligence. Don't ask your mother or grandmother whether you should marry the man or the woman because you are then denying your divinity. You are saying, look, I can't choose, which of course you can. That's your prerogative. There is the person who said, if God had wanted me to be well, he'd heal me. I have heard this a lot, especially from people in the church. This, of course, is is sort of blasphemy. And I, I won't even say that I've heard it from people in the church. I've heard it from people in the church, and it's come out of my lips as well. So I, I can't even just say, oh, the people in the church. No, that has come out of my lips before, too. This is, of course, is, so, is sort of blasphemy, blasphemy for the tendency of life is to heal and restore, right? When you burn yourself, it proceeds to reduce the edema and gives you new skin and tissue. When you cut yourself, it forms thrombin and builds a bridge across the cut and seeks to heal you. It kills the germs when they invade your body too. Okay, so we're going to start stop here because we still have like 10 more pages in this book, in this uh, chapter, and we are already at 34 minutes because I talk a lot. So <clears throat> we're going to end it here, and I'm going to say I, ap- I apologize for the audio <laughs> in this uh, episode today. I did not know my lawn guy was going to show up when I, you know, after I press record. So I apologize 
for all the that you guys hear in the background. That is him, but I appreciate him for coming and keeping his word to cut my lawn because I live in Georgia and this, you know, the lawn just literally, it grows. I, I don't even understand. It literally just got cut and two weeks ago and then now it's like standing like literally a forest. I don't understand what happens in the springtime with my lawn. So I appreciate that he kept his word and he came out and he cut my lawn. He's awesome. So, I, you know, it's not his fault that he came to cut my lawn and I was recording. So anyway, thank you guys so much for tuning in today. Um, sorry for stumbling on my words. I'm just so excited because so so much has happened today that just, you know, has my vibe so high. So I'm just like the energy and the the, the vibration and everything is just pinging through me right now. And I'm just super excited. So please forgive me, forgive me, forgive me. Thank you though for tuning in. Don't forget to add gratitude as a daily practice in your life, guys. I promise you, your life will change once you add the daily practice of gratitude. And do not forget to keep saying your affirmations, guys. I promise you, they are helping. Have a blessed day. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Babes Who Manifest podcast. I am your host, Luanza, aka The Gratitude Chick. Don't forget to subscribe and give my podcast five stars. If you have not already, join my Facebook group, Babes Who Manifest. Thank you.